Welcome to Hope Sabbath School, an in-depth, interactive study of the Word of God. Welcome back to a series on three cosmic messages, vitally important topic for these last days of Earth's history from Revelation chapter 14. If you've missed anything in the series, go to our website, hopetv.org slash hopess. Watch the entire series. You can download the outline we'll be using today. I know that you'll be blessed. Our topic today, the Sabbath and the end. So welcome to Hope Sabbath School. Welcome to the team. Good to be back together again. I'm excited today because one of our teams, Sabina, is going to be leading us in our study. And it's going to be a great study of the Word of God. We've also got some remote team members joining us. Good to see Jason with us today. Jason, we're glad you're with us. And let's see who else we have. Shana, good to see you with us today. And Tricia Lee, always good to have you with us. It's going to be a great study, and we're glad you're with us today as we study the Word of God. We've got Hope Sabbath School members in about 200 countries around the world, and we'd love to hear from you. Write to us, sshope at hopetv.org. You say, Derek, you don't need to hear from me, but actually we would love to hear from you and to see how you're blessed through a study of the Word of God. Thank you, Mary, for writing to us. Mary is a Zambian living in the UK. My name is Mary, living in the UK from Zambia. I watch your program on Friday evenings as I have no one in my home who believes in Christ. That's what we call a lifeline, isn't it? Mary, we're so glad you're part of our Hope Sabbath School family. You help me understand the Word of God and its meaning for our lives. Thank you. I also want to thank all of the beautiful ladies on the team who let their natural beauty shine through. I love to see your smiling faces. And she notes, especially Shana. Shana, maybe we can put you up on the wall. You're with us remote today. Especially Shana, who lets the love of God shine on her face. Shana, thanks for being part of our team. Bless you all and not to forget the men folk, she says. I love to see the intensity of your love for God when you talk about Him. Amen. Praise God for His mercy to us. I long to meet each one of you at the feet of Jesus in heaven. Amen. Yeah. Till then, keep up your ministry. You are helping the world to find Jesus. Amen? Amen. Well, Mary, thank you so much for writing to us uh, from my homeland, the UK, originally from Zambia. By the way, we have lots of Hope Sabbath School members in Zambia. I'm sure you know that. And thank you for being a witness there in the UK. Amos writes to us from the DRC, the Democratic Republic of Congo. Hello, Hope Sabbath School. Got the wave. My name is Amos, and I watch Hope Sabbath School here at my house. It blesses me. <laughs> well, I know what he means. It's God blesses him through the program, right? It gives me more hope than ever. Amen. It's my pleasure to be by your side. May God bless you. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks so much for writing to us, Amos, from the DRC. Here's a handwritten note from a donor in Canada. And the donor says, my husband and I have been watching Hope Sabbath School and we love the interaction that goes on with the team. Yes. I love that I can do my study along with your program. Being able to fast forward and rewind helps me so much when I'm trying to answer the questions in the Bible study. 
and a donation of $100. Amen. Amen. Thank you, donor. You know who you are there in Canada. Thank you for being part of this impact movement. We're a donor-supported ministry. And thanks to each one of you who are part of this ministry. You can go to hopetv.org slash donate or go to our website, click on the donate button and say, I want to be part of impacting the world for Christ. We thank you very much. One last note from Daniel in Romania. And Daniel writes and says, My wife and I are so blessed with Hope Sabbath School where the Word of God is lifted up. Mm, Amen. Amen. Every time I'm encouraged to go further as a teacher of the Bible, sometimes I get discouraged when I look at people. But when I see how passionate the team is on this program, how natural and enthusiastic you are in studying the Word of God, I get up and start again with courage. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God. Daniel, we're so glad we're an encouragement to you. I'm always inspired by the practical way you carry out the study, and I have a strong desire to tell others the good news. Amen. Amen. May God keep you physically and spiritually healthy. Well, Daniel, it meant a great deal to us that you took time to write to us and share how God is blessing you and using you to share His Word with others. We'd love to hear from each one of you. Please write to us, sshope at hopetv.org. Isn't it encouraging Amen. to hear what God is doing around the world? Well, before we sing our theme song, taken from Revelation 15, I have to remind you about an amazing gift we have for you just during this series. Thanks to Pastor Mark Finley and Heart Books, we are able to offer you a digital copy of Pastor Finley's book, Three Cosmic Messages, a great resource companion study to our series here on Hope Sabbath School. And it's yours absolutely free, a digital copy delivered to you. All you have to do is go to our website, hopetv.org slash hopess. Click on the free gift tab in the middle of the screen and you'll receive instructions how you can receive a free digital copy of three cosmic messages by Pastor Mark Finley. Take advantage of that generous offer. We want to thank Pastor Finley and Heart Books for making that gift available to each one of you. But right now, we're going to sing our theme song. Oh, I love this song. It's the song of Moses and the Lamb. I don't know what the tune will be in the kingdom of heaven, but I thank my wife for giving us the tune right now. And I invite all of our Hope Sabbath School members, wherever you are, to sing this beautiful song with us. Great and marvelous are your works, Lord God Almighty, just and true are your ways, O King of the saints, who shall not fear you, O Great. 
It was almost as if we could hear our Hope Sabbath School members all around the world singing. Well, Sabina, why don't you pray with us as we begin our study? Yes. Let's pray as we start this very amazing study. Mm -hmm. Wonderful Father, we are so thankful, Lord, to call you our not only God and Savior, but also our friend. Mm -hmm. As we gather here in this studio and as we gather with our listeners that will be watching this video, we pray that your Holy Spirit will be upon us, impressing us of truth, guiding us, Lord, into knowing more about you, who you are, and also who you want us to be. I pray in a special way that you anoint our lips and that every word we say now will be, Lord, said in power Amen. of your Holy Spirit. Amen. And I pray all those things in your wonderful name, Jesus. Amen. 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 Okay, so as we gather here to continue our sessions on the three cosmic messages, we are going to go a little bit deeper than our last lesson, which was a lesson when we discussed it, how worship is so related to the messages that God has for us in this end times. Okay, so we started last time and our friend Stephanie was leading us and we discussed it, worship. And today we are going to look on how the Sabbath and, and its connection with worship to our God are also central to the three cosmic messages that God has for us. Okay, so as we start, I'm going to invite Brittany. Would you turn with us to Revelation 14, 6 and 7, which is being our key text. Mm -hmm. And let's start off this study there. I'll be reading from the New King James Version. Revelation 14, verse 6 says, Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, 
to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to Him, for the hour of His judgment has come, and worship Him who made heaven and earth, the sea and springs of water. Thank you so much. So how is God described here? How do you see? Yes, Harold. Well, uh, I see him being described as the creator uh, because it says, worship him who made the heaven, earth, sea, and springs of water. Okay, wonderful. And so as we look into this text and as we consider that it is teaching us about God as our creator, mm -hmm. we also are led into thinking about another passage in scripture, mm -hmm. very famous also for defining God with the same attributes. Mm -hmm. Anyone would turn to us here, let's say Jason, if you lead us into Exodus 28 to 11. And we'll be looking at some similarities that we have in between those two passages. Jason. The New King James Version says in Exodus chapter 20, verses 8 through 11, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work. You, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Thank you, Jason. So what are the similarities that you see between those two texts? What, are, what is in there? Yes, John. No, right here in uh, verse 11, we find that same concept of God being the creator of heaven and earth and everything there is. Mm. And so it's calling us to worship God on the Sabbath as a sign that He is the creator and we are the created. Wonderful. Yes, Jason. The Bible even uses some of the same language, heavens and earth and sea. So it's not even just like a similarity. It's almost the exact same language you exact see there. Exact same language, exactly. So an attentive reader of the Bible will probably consider that God impressed the apostle who wrote this letter, maybe just maybe to make some reference to Exodus. Yes, Harold. And I also want to highlight that the commandments start with remember. Mm. So it's easy to forget, and it's interesting that uh, the angels that is bringing the message is proclaiming that, probably because we have forgotten who God is. Mm -hmm. So it might bring it to remembrance, hey, remember who made you, remember where you come from. Yes. Because the hour of judgment is, co I mean, is, is come, and He's coming very soon. So we need to go back to our Creator. Yes, Amen. so so much well said, Harold. And this leads us to our next question, because I'm wondering here, if we're seeing from Scripture that the Sabbath is so important, that it's such a special moment for us to turn to God and be reminded of His creative power, why is it that you think that so many people nowadays, mm. they have forgotten about the Sabbath? Mm. What, what's wrong? Yes, Lilika. Uh, as we see, the worship theme is not just about uh, the end times. It's from the beginning. Uh, the fight about who should be worshipped. Mm -hmm. And the Sabbath show us whom, who created us and whom we should worship. Mm -hmm. My favorite author said, 
she says, um, if we would keep the Sabbath, there wouldn't be any idolaters or atheists. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So okay. the Sabbath is way bigger than... So, so I, I'm hearing you saying that one of the reasons why people are disregarding the Sabbath is because there is a cosmic conflict going on. So there is influences of evil forces that will make people forget or turn to other things. Yes, Brittany. I think a lot of people are told that the Sabbath is a Jewish tradition, mm -hmm. um, that it's something that was made for the Jews because they had been in slavery and they needed to be told what to do. And so, you know, people will go back to the Old Testament and say, you know, that was part of the old law or the old ways of doing things. And then they say, well, but I'm living in the New Testament times and those mm -hmm. things are done away with. And that's what a lot of people are taught, that it's just a Jewish tradition. Okay, thank you so much. So we're listening here that there is an issue with this cosmic conflict, yep. but there is also, alongside with it, wrong teaching, mm -hmm. right? Or maybe lack of information, someone may just have misunderstood or is not quite there. Mm -hmm. I think all of us are subject to that type of ignorance, right, Pastor Derek? And you know, I think there's a lot of people, they just don't know. Right. Mm -hmm. They've yes. just not heard that God has blessed the day. Yes. Uh, actually, for our blessing, it's made for us. Mm -hmm. And so maybe part of, of this program is just to let people know yes. a truth that's been hidden from them. Exactly, yes. Thank you so much. And also, Shane, I see you have your hand up. Yes, and in addition to everything that everyone else has said, as humans, we tend to do what's convenient and comfortable for us. And for many people, um, work falls on the Sabbath. So they may not know that, that you know, the Sabbath should be observed, should be hallowed. And so they work on the Sabbath or choose to do leisurely things on the Sabbath, what's comfortable and convenient. Mm. Mm. Okay, so also we also have an issue not only of ignorance or wrong teaching, but also convenience. Maybe someone knows about it, but mm -hmm. don't, don't really want to know about it. You know, <laughs> there are certain things we learn about them, but we prefer to ignore mm -hmm. because it's not very convenient. Mm -hmm. And I also think as I look around, considering the ways in which our world benefits, quote-unquote benefits, mm. right? I would say just with the quote-unquote because it's not really a benefit. But that people that are greedy, people who are not really willing to see others in the same page with them because the Sabbath is, has an element of equalizing us, mm. right? It puts us in a space where we are free in peace with each other, where there is no strings or holds attached. And some people, they benefit, quote-unquote, from these types of systems, unfortunately, right, Pastor Derek? Mm -hmm. So yes, I, I agree with you, Shana. Sometimes people know about it, but just prefer not to put in practice, mm -hmm. right? So this leads us in our next question. And that's a consideration that, you know, there are some examples of people in scripture also that they knew about the Sabbath, but still they thought they were observing the Sabbath properly as a legal requirement, but they failed to worship the Creator in spirit and truth. Mm -hmm. Can you think of an example? What occurs you? Yes, Harold. Well, I think uh, one example is in Matthew chapter 12, where the um, Jesus' disciples were hungry, yeah. and they were eating, like, I think it was grain. Yes. And then the Pharisees accused them, hey, you, you're not supposed to do that on the Sabbath. Yeah. But then Jesus quotes them, well, do you know what 
David did, that he ate the bread of the presence and the, from the sanctuary, that it was not supposed to be for him, but he ate it because they were hungry, and so and so on. And then he tells, uh, in further in Matthew 15, he says, these people worship me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me, teaching as commandments the commandments of men. So they totally forgot the true spirit of Sabbath or anything about God and truth. And he called them out. Yes, yes, that's unfortunate, right? And I know which passage you're talking about. That's in Matthew chapter 2, the end of the chapter 2. And it's really indeed a beautiful passage because it leads us to think about how important it is that we also look to our own selves as we consider things around us and see if we are not also in that same page with the Pharisees, mm -hmm. that we think that we have the information, that we are, you know, have this legal uh, treatment of the Sabbath, and our hearts may be far from God, right, Harold? Hope, I see you had your hand up. This made me think of um, when Jesus, I think he was talking to the Pharisees, he said two things. He said, it's, it's lawful to do good on the Sabbath, and mm -hmm. he said, the Sabbath was made for man. So I think sometimes we get into the, the mindset that, well, we have to do this and not do this, but the Sabbath was made as a gift to us, not as a burden. Mm -hmm. Yes, thank you so much. Shayna, do you want to share something? Yeah, so I'm thinking of a passage in Luke 6. Um, where Jesus had entered the synagogue, he went to church and there was someone there who had a withered hand. And in the verse specifically says they were watching him, the scribes and Pharisees were watching him to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. And so they came with, with bad intentions. Um, and it said Jesus knew their thoughts and, and he asked them like, is it lawful to do good or evil on the Sabbath? Um, and then he healed the man. He told the man to stretch forth his hand and he was healed. And it said they were filled with rage. And so they were so focused on the, the legal aspect of thou shalt not, thou shalt not on the Sabbath. But Jesus came and liberated this man from his ailment on the Sabbath. And so mm -hmm. that, that's an example that I have for this one. That's a very good example. Thank you so much, Shayna. Those two texts that Harold and you brought, they really lead us into our next question then that I want to inquire you. So what is it that we need to do for we on our hearts ensure that we are worshiping our Creator in harmony with His plan for each Sabbath? Yes, John. You know, it's important to recognize that the Son of Man or Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. So he's the center of the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and also like has uh, Hope said, Sabbath is a gift for man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we need to see Sabbath not in a legalistic way, but in a Christ-centered way where we mm -hmm. focus on a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Yes, Jason. Well, one of the things Jesus did on the Sabbath was relieve other people's burdens, mm -hmm. whether it was with their health or endorsed with his disciples, their hunger. And so one thing we can do is find ways to relieve other people's burdens, mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, feeding people or providing them clothing, helping people who don't have uh, things, who have a lack, uh, following Jesus' example. Mm -hmm. Amen. Thank you so much, Jason. So we are listening here that it's important that on the Sabbath we keep Jesus as the center. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that, we are going to turn to others to offer them, you know, extend a hand of love, maybe to provide some clothing or food, something that may be lacking, even love, right? Yeah. And I also see Jason's hand up, and then I'll get to you, Lilika. Jason, what is it that you are thinking? 
Yes, and I was just thinking about, you know, it's all about love, as you just said. You know, Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And so that's the bottom line when it comes to, you know, keeping the Sabbath and the other commandments. It's all about love and our relationship with God uh, through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Yes, so about love, Jesus at the center. Lilika. Yes, Jason said it so well. Um, Attaching it with the previous question, it's so easy for us to to keep the law without mm. loving mm. the Lord mm. who gave mm. the laws. Mm-hmm. Jesus uh, said the two great commandments, which is summarizing the commandments, is love God above everything, in neighbor. And in, in the Sabbath, we can see that encapsulated. Mm-hmm. How? When... Um, I was back home, so you would, um, we would have, you know, people working for us in the house. And um, keeping the Sabbath, it says that neither your servant should be working, Mm -hmm. which makes you and your servant remember that the Lord here is God, Mm -hmm. it's not you. Mm -hmm. So when we keep the Sabbath because we love the Lord, we do it in the right way. And it takes us to Isaiah 58, mm-hmm. how he shows you the true fasting. Mm-hmm. Yes. The relationship, the love between, you know, love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. And he tells you the right spirit right to the end of Isaiah 58 of the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes, that's a very important passage, Lika, that you brought up. And it leads me to think that it is at the heart of the Sabbath, it is the heart of justice that God has, right? Mm -hmm. Because that particular passage you are referring to, it talks about the importance of what Jason was saying, Mm -hmm. that we need to look around us and see those who are suffering. And that could be a very good something for you to do in your Mm -hmm. Sabbath, is to care about those who are suffering. Mm -hmm. Yes, Brittany. I think another aspect of the Sabbath, like we've read in Revelation and then in Exodus, it's about remembering our Creator. And one way that we remember um, who we are and who He is, is spending time in His creation. And so when we spend time going around looking at the beauty of everything that God has made, even though we're living in a marred world, it's not in its perfection, Mm -hmm. we still see God's fingerprints right around us in the plants and the animals and the things that he has made, the sun sets and the sun rises. And when we spend time in in God's creation, it rejuvenates us and it helps us lift our eyes to him, the creator, and praise his name. Amen. So it's also a time where we can find healing, right? So we look around, we look to others, we look to Jesus, and we also have to stand in awe, in prayerful, you know, his spirit, and also in reading his Bible, and that will be the healing for us also as we contemplate his creation in nature, as we look to scripture. So we are going now to look a little further about one aspect that has been also kind of making people have wrong understandings about the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, um, that some people, they will say, that despite the teaching of the Bible that God created the world in literal days, that they kind of tried to create um, some ideas that maybe it was not exactly quite like that. So let's look to scripture. Um, and instead of uh, just sharing here, we are going to read from scripture to see what is it that the Bible is teaching us about how 
uh, long it took for God to create this world, okay? So maybe uh, if Trisha Lee, if you can turn with us to Genesis. And Trisha, I have a few passages if you will read for us. Uh, first of all, Genesis 1, verses 1 to 5. Reading from the New King James Version. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. And what does verse 8 says, Tricia? Verse 8 reads, And God called the firmament heaven, so the evening and the morning were the second day. What about verse 13, Tricia? Verse 13 says, So the evening and the morning were the third day. In verse 19, so the evening and the morning were the fourth day. And just one more for we to double check or triple check. What about <laughs> verse 23? Verse 23 says, So the evening and the morning were the fifth day. Mm, thank you so very much. <laughs> so we see here that those texts, they are challenging these theories. Who can uh, observe to us what is so clear here? Pedro. But we can see here that every day had an evening and morning. Mm -hmm. And we can see the cycle that we see every day of our lives, that when the sun sets, a new day starts. And when the sun rises and sets again, that's mm -hmm. the end of the, that day. So God is giving us a visual aid, what a day meant for him when he created. And how we can see today, clear as, as it can be, how a day cycle is still the same. Okay. And I yes. think what's most important is, is verse 31, because... We might say, well, okay, but, but in terms of the uh, evolution of the human species, mm. that, that took you know, a vast amount of time. But on the sixth day, the text says mm -hmm. the evening and the morning was also the, the sixth, sixth day yeah. when he created man and woman mm. in his image. Okay, mm. so Pastor Derek, maybe we should turn there just in case someone has a question. That, mm -hmm. That's a question that a lot of people have. So, Stephanie, do you mind taking us there then to sure. verse 31? And I'll be reading from the New King James Version, mm -hmm. Genesis chapter 1, verse 31. Then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Mm, okay, awesome. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Uh, along the same lines, we can also turn to the New Testament because we also have testimony in Scripture, not only in Genesis, but all throughout Scripture, that this truth about God's creation is, is still valid. So maybe if um, hope, you would lead us to Hebrews 11 verse 3. And then we are going to see what is it that we can learn from Scripture there. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. I'll be reading from the New King James Version, Hebrews eleven three. 3. 
By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Okay, wonderful. That's a very important passage, right? Because nowadays, because of so much information we are exposed to, we may sometimes question the truthfulness of God's word. And then when we look to this particular verse that hope has led us into reflecting, we are going to consider that, you know, it takes faith at times mm -hmm. for we to fully grasp some, not only to fully grasp, to kind of grasp a little bit of what it meant of this magnificent work of God creation. Mm -hmm. So more than trusting in our own understanding, we should be trusting in God's truth and his word. Mm -hmm. And then this leads us to my next question to you, which is, how is it that this attack that we see at times nowadays on a literal creation week also becomes an attack on the Sabbath? Hmm. Yes, uh, Lilika. So um, we see that if uh, the world were, was not created or were not created in six day, then why would we worship God on the seventh day, which is Sabbath? Um, I read uh, saying that the, even the scholars that um, do not um, believe that God created the world in six days, they do agree the intent of the writer when he says the evening and the morning, he meant six literal days. Okay, so even those who study the Bible more in depth, if there is some question about, well, maybe is this the right way to interpret? They for sure bring about that it's not, there is no space for this type of theories. Yes, Jason, I see your hand up remotely. Yes, thank you, Sabina. So we, when we read the Bible, we understand that the Ten Commandments is God's character in written form. And so basically the Sabbath is in the heart of that commandment. So when you disregard the Sabbath, you basically disregard God. And so that's an outline, you know, in dealing with such matters. It's sad, but, you know, it's, it's happening in our world. But thanks be to God that, you know, we have a message like this that's going forth and allowing people to know about God's character and his love for us. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Jason. And I also see that Trisha Lee has her hand up remotely. Let's listen what you have to say, Trisha. Yeah, so attacking the literal creation week, the order of the days, it puts into question when the Sabbath is because if we don't know which way in the order of the days and how do we know that the seventh day really is Sabbath. But when we go back to the verses we read in Genesis, those um, numbers that were used to describe each day of creation, it's not God created one day and then another day the numbers used are actually ordinal numbers or numbers that have sequence. And so that's why it's mm -hmm. translated as first, second, third, as in there was not a gap between when the creation took place on these days or there's no way to fit extra time periods in. And so even the actual use of the numbers in the original uh, Hebrew that's there re records that this is a first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, which only leaves room for the seventh to be the Sabbath day. You can look elsewhere in the New Testament and Old Testament to um, establish that the seventh day actually is the one that the day between after Friday and before Sunday. Um, but I think it's beautiful because we have that record of just even numerically 
um, how the, the text is written and recorded, that these are ordinal sequential numbers. These aren't just saying one day, another day, a different day, a different day. Mm -hmm. It's actually one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, six, seven. So that, that's beautiful that's recorded that way. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Trisha. That's excellent uh, observation. And I see also Pedro want to say something about it. That's a, a heated topic. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's very simple. I can see every day of the week God created something, and I can see in His nature the beautiful things that He created on those mm -hmm. days. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But we look into those six days, we also can see on the seventh day God created something very special. Uh -huh. And even though I cannot grasp the, the time, God has given a time for us to grasp on Him and have a mm -hmm. relationship with Him. Mm -hmm. And as important as, I, as I, we can see each other and say God created men and women, mm -hmm. I can also say that God created a day for us to enjoy and be blessed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, and Jason, I see we're waiting to, to share before we move on. Yeah, so if you look at the Ten Commandments back in Exodus 20 there, and I read 8 through 11 a little bit ago, um, the one commandment that really deals with time is the fourth commandment and makes reference directly back to creation and to these six days. So it's important for us to understand what time are we talking mm -hmm. about, and that's why the literal time is so important in talking about worship and the commandments. Mm -hmm. Yes, and Jason, you are leading me to my next observation because I really wanted we to look to that in, into scripture also. And maybe if we'll turn first of all to Genesis chapter 2, and I'm going to be asking, um, let's see, Shana, uh, if you can lead us to Genesis 2, verses 1 to 3. And I'll be reading from the New King James Version. Thus the heavens and the earth and all the hosts of them were finished. And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because in it he rested from all his work which God had created and made. Mm. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you, Shayna. And now we are going to turn to Exodus 20. And we are going to read the verses that Jason was making mention to. Those are verses 8 to 11. And maybe, Jason, do you mind being the one then to read that for us, please? All right. The New King James Version says, Exodus chapter 20, verses 8 through 11, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you nor your son nor your daughter, your male servant nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Thank you Amen. so much, Jason. So, mm -hmm. as we saw here in these passages, the fourth commandment, the commandment that leads us into this, you know, reflection and worship and spending and separating mm -hmm. this holy time for God and for service to others, it is based on the understanding that these days of creation were literally one two, three literal days, up to seven, right? So we are talking about those things. It's important because there is a moment that we are living in which a lot of attacks are being made to the Sabbath. So it is important that we understand some of those things that are part of our context 
And we know from scripture what's the truth that God teaches mm -hmm. because then comes our next topic in this study, which is how is it then that the Sabbath and the proper understanding of the Sabbath, why is it that it's relevant for us um, in the context of end time events? Right? We are studying these three cosmic messages. We are now talking about worship, about the Sabbath. Why is it so important for us, my friends? We are going to look again to Revelation 14 to think about the answer to my question. So maybe if Harold, if you would take us to Revelation chapter 14, and then we are going to, to read verses 7 and 9. And as Harold reads these verses, I would like us all to be considering already, why is it that honoring the Sabbath such an important issue in the last days? Harold. And I'll be reading from the New King James Version. <laughs> Verse 7. Saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to Him. For the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and springs of water. Verse 9. Then a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image, and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand. Mm. Okay. So... Given this passage that we just heard and this discussion we are having, what are your thoughts then, my friends? Why is it that honoring the Sabbath becomes such an important matter in these last days? I see you have your hand up, uh, Brittany. Well, from those two verses, we see a contrast. We have to make a decision. Are we going to worship the Creator and follow what He asks us to do out of that loving relationship with Him? Or are we going to worship the beast, which when we study the beast, we realize is a kingdom that's contrary to what God says. Um, and so we have to choose, and we know behind it all is really this conflict between Christ and Satan. Satan wants us to worship anything other than the Creator God. Mm -hmm. um, and he wants us to ultimately worship him. Mm -hmm. And so he uses systems and people and all different things to try to take our attention off of Christ and onto him. And so at the end, we have to make a choice. Are we going to worship Christ and follow what he asks us to in a loving relationship with him? Or are we going to follow um, what systems and people tell us to do that's contrary to what God has told us? Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you so much, Stephanie. I think it's important because it identifies who has our allegiance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. who has our allegiance. That's wonderful. Yes, Pedro, I see we're also willing to share something. Well, I think Brittany put it well, well, very well here, but the aspect of worship here, that word appears on both texts. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, and reminder that the battle that between God and Satan is of worship. Mm -hmm. And God is inviting, you can worship me, Mm -hmm. Or you can worship the beast. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's, he's asking us to make a decision. God, mm -hmm. who gives us the, the choice to choose, is saying, choose me, but I, will, I still want you to choose. Mm -hmm. and, and he invites us not to worship him. And the emphasis on the fourth commandment here is given by the saying, who created the heaven and earth, which is a reflection of what we just read in Exodus 20. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Pastor Derek. I think it's really important, Sabina, to remember we're not saved by keeping the Sabbath. No. no. Right. We're saved by trusting in Jesus. Thank you. Um, our willingness to follow what he asks us to do in honoring him as our creator in this weekly cycle is a, an evidence of our relationship with mm -hmm. him. That's yes. right. Yes. And I think as we look later in the book of Revelation where he calls to people in confusion, come out of her, mm -hmm. my people, yes. that when they see that this is one of the ways that they express mm -hmm. that they worship the only true God, creator and redeemer, mm -hmm. they will gladly do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it, it's not a way of earning salvation or kind of earning God's love. He already loves us. Absolutely. It's an evidence of our, as Stephanie said, of our allegiance, of our devotion mm -hmm. to our Creator and Redeemer. Yes, very well said, Pastor Derek. Thank you so much for that reminder. Because as we consider the relevance of a day and why is it that it's so important that we keep the Sabbath and, rem and remember of God, we need to be reminded also of God's grace because that's the center of the Sabbath, right, right, Pastor Derek. If any commandment in the Bible the fourth commandment is the commandment that reminds us that we depend on Jesus. Mm. And that needs to be reminded all the time. And I see, Trisha, you also have your hand up. You wanted to make a comment, right? Yeah, thank you. So, you know, Brittany and Pedro reminded us that, or pointed out that there's an issue or a tension between two types of worship. Um, God's worship and then this false worship, this worship that involves this beast and an image, and we'll find out what that is some more. But if I hear that personally, it makes me think, okay, so there's God's way to worship, and then there's a false way to worship that become really important. So then it makes me want to think to myself, well, then I should try to find out what is God's way of worship. You read through scripture and he talks about, you know, worship me in spirit and in truth. And then other passages, you, you know, you hear about how, you know, and, and it's very important that God prescribes, you know, it says the Sabbath on this day at this time. And so just kind of working from there, you can see it's like if there's two ways of worship, one that's God's way and one that is this false way, this way that involves a beast and all these, you know, bad things that I don't want to be a part of, then it makes me think to myself, how can I find out how to honor God and give him glory by worshiping him the way he's asked to? And when you start looking and uncovering, you realize it's more than just saying in spirit and in truth. The truth of it all includes that God actually has a day and a time for us to meet with him. And, and that's what Sabbath is so important to me and, and why understanding the, the day and understanding more about it becomes so important in understanding how to worship him the right way in spirit and in truth. Thank you so much, Trisha. And the fact also, my friends, is that as we look to scriptures, we are reminded that Satan is looking for ways to distract us from fully worshiping and engaging in a deep relationship with Jesus, a saving relationship with Jesus that is based on grace. Mm -hmm. So the fact that the angels are announcing this message that we are talking about, these three cosmic messages, that they give emphasis on the need to turn to Jesus in worship, it means that at the end times, things would happen that would try to distract us from true worship. Mm, right. That would try to keep us from looking to our gracious Savior mm -hmm. and would try to turn us to rely on our own works. Yeah. Right? So, as we consider the events that are approaching, as we look to the second coming of Jesus, 
this message here, this, sec this first message from, from the, the angel, is deeply, truly, fully a reminder that our hearts need to be abiding in Christ Amen. and depending on His love alone. Amen. So, as we consider that also, I would like us to turn to Daniel 7, verse 25, because now I want us to be alert at some of the ways in which the devil will try to distract us from this truth about the Sabbath, okay? So maybe uh, if Pedro will read for us Daniel chapter 7, verse 25. And then following Pedro, if, um, if Jason, uh, remote Jason, Jason will read for us 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 to 17. So we start off here with Daniel and then we are going to 1 John. I'll be reading from the New King James Version, Daniel 7, 25. He shall speak pompous words against the Most High, shall persecute the saints of the Most High, and shall intend to change the times and law. Then the saints shall be given into his hands for a time, times, and half a time. Thank you, Pedro. And then now, First uh, John chapter 2, verses 15 and 17, Jason. All right, and I'll be reading from the New King James Version. And the Bible says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Verse 16. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Thank you. So my friends, what is it that you see here in those texts? How is it that Satan has been trying to divert our attention away from the Sabbath? Yes, Pedro. Well, looking back on Daniel uh, chapter 7, we see here uh, this uh, horn power trying to change uh, God's uh, laws and times. And it's interesting that the time is related to the law, and the only law that relates to time is the Sabbath on the Ten Commandments. And he's trying to do it in a pompous way, trying to do it in a persuasive way mm -hmm. to the world around it. So, and God is inviting us to uh, do not be deceived by those mm -hmm. uh, trickeries. Okay, thank you so much. Yes, Hope. I think even those of us who try to keep the Sabbath and worship God on that day can get distracted sometimes, like this verse in First John was saying, yes. like by the things of the world that just mm -hmm. try to creep in and before we know it, we have lost sight of, of God. And that's really the true purpose of worshiping God on Sabbath. It's just to take that time to spend with him because we love him, as Pastor Derek was saying, not out of obligation, but because we love him. Mm -hmm. I think it's just important to try to remember to like keep distractions away because mm -hmm. the devil is gonna try to throw things at us, even if we do know what the true day of worship mm -hmm. is. Good yes, point. thank you so much for sharing hope because that, that's the reality. Just as you were saying, the Sabbath is a blessing. Mm -hmm. It's a way for we to stay connected with Jesus, to look to his saving grace. And the devil is going to try to change these times, mm -hmm. right? He's trying to, and he's already, as we were discussing, there is some theories out there that try to already change and uh, convince us that, well, mm -hmm. that's not really a Sabbath day out there. So we need to keep our hearts open 
to Jesus first and foremost. Yeah. And then I would like us to have some sharing time here because some of us, most of us here, at least that are in this, in this auditorium, we experience the Sabbath ourselves, right? So we've been uh, experiencing the Sabbath. And I would like us to share, if possible, how is it that remembering the Sabbath as a special time to worship our Creator and Redeemer has been a blessing in your life or in your family? Do you have any testimonies? Yes, Jason. Well, Sabina, um, it's been a blessing because it really uh, reminds me that God is mindful of me because, you know, we all work jobs and we hustle and bustle, you know, 24 mm -hmm. seven, but God has allowed us a time to spend with him and being mindful. He wants to spend time with us. And so it's just a blessing that the God of the universe mm -hmm. wants to spend time with us. Amen. 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 Okay. Any other experiences <laughs> that you've experienced in your personal life? How is it? Lilika, that the Sabbath has been a blessing to you? Uh, growing up, uh, uh, there was a lot of tension in my family. Mm -hmm. So me and my mom, we were Seventh-day Adventists. We are Seventh-day Adventists. Um, later on, some of my family members got baptized, but before it was me and her. And uh, on the Sabbath, as we do the Vespers together, mm -hmm. it was a time of reconciliation. Mm -hmm. As we pray, we, we worship God together and uh, a time of, you know, asking for forgiveness to each other. Mm -hmm. And uh, later on, when I went to, you know, to the faculty, um, I would, uh, on Fridays before sunset, go home, leave the school, go home and take every book out of my <laughs> backpack and put it in the shelf just to make myself remember that that is a time to rest. Mm -hmm. All my friends were like, you are crazy. We have to study. We have exams, you know, on, on Monday. And you going home and taking all the books out of your backpack. And then after Sabbath, they put all the books together. Just to say one thing also about the Sabbath, as Hope was saying, the enemy was trying to distract us with uh, so many things. Mm -hmm. And uh, naturally now we, are, we have no desire to to, to worship God, um, to spend time with Him. But if we, if we cannot spend 24 hours with Him, will we want to spend heaven eternally with Him? Mm. Mm. Yes, that's a very good question. Yeah. And that leads us into mm -hmm. the conclusion of our study. Because we now experience the blessing of the Sabbath, as you were sharing, and Jesus was sharing, we can tell of wonderful things that God has done for us as we keep this special day. But I want us to turn then to Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 to 4. And maybe hope, if you read for us this chapter in these two, four verses, uh, Revelation 21, 1 to 4, what does it say there? I'll be reading from the New King James Version. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. 
Amen. 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 So we are seeing that Amen. all this suffering is going to pass away, but there is something that is going to be kept in heaven. Mm -hmm. And maybe if we can turn together to Isaiah chapter 66. So Isaiah 66, verses 22 and 23. Harold, would you please read for us? What is it that Isaiah is saying? Yes. And I'll be reading from the New King James Version. And it says, For as the new heavens and the new earth, which I will make, shall remain before me, says the Lord, so shall your descendants and your name remain. Mm -hmm. And it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another, and from one Sabbath to another, all flesh shall come to worship before me, says the Lord. Amen. 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 And those are the good news that we have, my friends, that soon Jesus is coming that all this suffering is going to pass away and there is one thing that is going to remain with His love and care, which is the opportunity for us all together to worship in yeah. eternity. Mm -hmm. And you can start that right now as you keep the Sabbath, as you guard your heart to Jesus and as you rely on His, uh, his, his saving grace. Mm -hmm. That's what the Sabbath is about. God bless you. Thank you so much, Sabina. And thank you to each one for joining us for our study today. What a blessing, the Sabbath, a time to commune with our awesome Creator and Redeemer and soon coming King, and we'll celebrate with Him and worship throughout the ceaseless ages of eternity. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, thank you for this encouraging word about the Sabbath and the end time. And I pray that we would experience the beauty of a relationship with you every day and especially on the Sabbath day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, thanks for joining us for Hope Sabbath School. Three cosmic messages. What a powerful insight for our lives today in the hour of the judgment when Jesus is coming soon. I pray that you be blessed each Sabbath day and go out and be a blessing to those around you.